Welcome to Capturing Calm. I'm Ellie McDonald, a mindful nature photographer, and I'm currently studying for my master's degree in mindfulness and compassion at the University of Aberdeen. I'm delighted to have you join me as we embark on a journey where photography meets mindfulness. Whether you're an experienced photographer, a mindfulness practitioner, or just curious about either of these, this episode is your doorway into a world where every click of the shutter is a step into presence and awareness. In this episode, we'll journey through nature's intrinsic beauty and diversity that draws photographers in. We'll explore how nature's unpredictable and ever-changing canvas offers unique photographic opportunities that challenge our skills and ignite our creativity. And we'll then delve into the meditative and mindful aspects of nature photography, discussing how patience, observation and presence are essential skills for photographers and pathways to a more mindful and balanced life. So whether you're an experienced photographer or someone looking to reconnect with nature and mindfulness, join me on this transformative journey as we capture the essence of nature nature's beauty and explore the power of mindfulness through the lens. Photographers have long been drawn to nature's beauty and diversity. You only need to look on Instagram and look at the photography hashtag to see that. And that's true whether they're amateurs or pros. Nature is a compelling subject for photography and this is for quite a few reasons. So one of the most captivating elements is natural light. The way sunlight filters through leaves, the golden hues of a sunrise or a sunset, the mysterious light of the moon and the stars, they provide endless opportunities for quite stunning photography and quite an array of creativity. Each hour of the day also offers a different quality of light. So you've probably heard about the golden hour or the blue hour. And these make the same landscape look completely different from dawn until dusk. Nature's diversity is also vividly showcased through the seasons. And this is something I really like to capture in my photography. The fresh blooms of spring, the lush greenery of summer, particularly grasses, the fiery colours of autumn and the pristine snow of winter, if we're lucky, each present unique opportunities for photographers to really capture the changing moods and the colours of the landscape. The variety of wildlife and plants is another aspect that draws us in. Um, particularly in the summer in the spring and summer i know last year i got quite heavily involved in fluorography uh, which was really really fun i did this with a photographer called kate cullen you can find her on instagram at kate cullen style and she actually has a downloadable fluorography photography guide and it's fantastic i downloaded that from kate Uh, I also signed up to her email list and she sent me daily um, prompts on on what to take photos of and what to try when you're taking photos of flowers and plants. And that was a really nice way to get really, really into that practice of observing nature and observing what plants and flowers are around at the time. You can also capture birds. Um, Capturing a rare bird in flight is really exciting. An animal or an insect in its natural habitat or just the real intricate details of a flower can be really challenging and incredibly rewarding when you get home and have a look through your photos that you've taken that day or on that walk. So each encounter that you have with nature is so unique and it offers a glimpse into the complexity of life on our planet. The natural world offers so many 
landscapes from the vastness of the ocean and the deserts, perhaps not so much deserts in the UK where I am, but also to the intimacy of forest trails and mountain brooks. And each geographical feature, whether it's a huge mountain range or just a small rolling hill, provides a canvas for us as photographers to really explore composition, texture and scale. Nature's elements as well, earth, water, air and fire and various weather conditions dramatically affect your photograph. So photography can capture and convey the calmness of a lake, the fury of a storm, the dance of flames in the fire or just the whisper of a gentle breeze through the trees. And then if we look beyond the physical attributes, nature often presents abstract qualities like patterns, textures and forms. And this is something I've touched on already in the podcast, if you listened to the other episodes. The symmetry in the leaves, the patterns in rocks or sand and the abstract forms created by ice or clouds offer opportunities for us to really capture natural art and also to begin practicing mindful seeing and mindful noticing. There's an emotional aspect to nature photography, and this really is underestimated, I think. The tranquility of a quiet forest, the awe of a vast landscape, the thrill of witnessing wildlife, they all invoke emotions that we as photographers can try to capture and share and also look back on and reflect on those emotions. And this emotional connection often drives us as photographers to repeatedly return to nature and seek personal fulfillment and a deeper understanding of the natural world. So nature's beauty and diversity offers us an endless palette of subjects, colours, moods. It's a world where the art of photography meets the artistry of the natural world. And this can result in images that can be as diverse and profound as nature herself. So let's bring mindfulness into this. And photography in nature has the remarkable ability to transform into a meditative and mindful practice and create a really profound connection between us, the photographer and the natural world. Nature photography requires patience, observation and presence in order to achieve this transformation. Nature photography encourages us to be fully present in the moment. So to capture the essence of a scene, you need to first immerse yourself in it. And this immersion lets us let go of distractions and worries, focusing solely on what's in front of us. Through the lens, we can then see the world with heightened awareness. Every detail, every shift in light or colour, it becomes a point of fascination because we're in the present moment. And this act of seeing mindfully anchors the photographer in the present moment, providing a break from the demands of everyday life. And if you have gone out and practiced mindful photography, even once, you'll, you'll know how, how restorative and transformative this can be. Patience is another cornerstone of nature photography. In the natural world, moments of pure beauty or extraordinary wildlife encounters often require waiting, sometimes for hours or even days. This waiting period becomes an exercise in patience and a chance to practice mindfulness. So we can't change what's in front of us. And if we are wanting to take a photograph of a particular animal or species, then we can't make that appear at the time we want that photograph to be taken. So we need to be mindful and really accept the conditions that we're in right now. 
Patience in nature photography, it teaches us to accept the flow of time, find contentment in the process itself and not just contentment in the end result, in the end photo. It encourages us to just let go of expectations and embrace the unfolding of each moment as it happens. Observation, of course, is at the heart of nature photography and it can also be at the heart of mindfulness as well. Photographers must really keenly observe the environment, wildlife behavior, changing light conditions, everything that's happening around them. And this sharpens their senses and really deepens their connection with nature. So through observation, we can gain a profound appreciation for the intricacies of the natural world. We can notice the subtle patterns in a spider's web. I love taking photos of spider's webs, particularly on a frosty day or when there's been dew on the on the ground. The graceful flight of a bird, if, you're, if your camera's good enough, mine definitely isn't. I don't, as you know, I don't have all the tech, but, uh, but if you do, you can, you can try that. Or the delicate dance of leaves in the wind or on the tree. So this heightened observation, it leads to a richer, more meaningful experience for us when we take our camera out. Nature photography also encourages us to find beauty in the simple things. Sometimes the most powerful and evocative images are those that capture the smallest, most ordinary moments in nature. So by recognizing and appreciating the beauty in the simplest of scenes, we can learn to see the extraordinary in the ordinary, both in photography and in life. And I think this is a really, really powerful lesson to learn from mindful photography because happiness is in the everyday happiness is now happiness isn't a, a goal that we need to get to happiness is all around us in the everyday simple objects that we can see and feel nature photography also encourages a deep and mindful connection with the natural world it encourages a sense of reverence for our environment for its inhabitants and the delicate balance of ecosystems and this is something i'll talk about a little bit more later the connection it can be transformative. It can lead to a greater understanding of all the living things around us, even the ones we perhaps don't like. I'm really scared of spiders and this has been a challenge for me personally is to try and capture spiders and look how beautiful they are and that actually can break down my own fears. So the connection can really transform how we look at the living things around us and the importance of preserving our planet. And it instills a sense of responsibility and a real desire to protect the beauty that we capture through our lenses when we're out practicing our mindful nature photography. So nature photography transcends the act of taking pictures, really. It becomes a contemplative practice that encourages mindfulness, it encourages patience and a profound connection with the natural world. And it teaches us to see, appreciate and really protect the beauty surrounding us in the photography and in life. So I want to touch on how combining nature photography and mindfulness can really offer a range of psychological benefits. And I will link all of the references for these in my Substack and you can find them on capturingcalm.substack.com if you do want to look into them a little bit further. First of all, stress reduction. Being in natural settings has been shown to reduce stress levels. So when you add photography and mindfulness into the mix, you create a really powerful trio. 
Photography allows you to focus on capturing nature's beauty, diverting your mind from stresses, and mindfulness helps you stay fully present in the moment, reducing negative thoughts and promoting relaxation. Mindful observation. So photography encourages you to observe your natural surroundings more and you start to notice the intricate details of a flower, the play of light on leaves, as we mentioned, the subtle movements of wildlife. And this heightened observation aligns with the principles of mindfulness, where you deliberately focus on the present moment and cultivate a non-judgmental awareness of your surroundings. Being in nature Taking photos of it really fosters a deeper connection with the natural world, as we've seen. And this connection has been linked to increased feelings of awe and wonder, which can boost positive emotions and overall well-being. And I think this is fantastic if you find awe and wonder in the small, simple things, the things that perhaps you would overlook in everyday life. Photography also provides a creative outlet for self-expression. So engaging in creative activities can enhance self-esteem. It can reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. And when you're in a natural setting, you have an endless source of inspiration. And this really allows you to express your unique perspective and your creativity. Nature photography often requires waiting for the perfect moment, as we've seen. And This waiting period becomes an exercise in patience and mindful presence, and it teaches you to accept the flow of time and embrace the process rather than fixating on the end result. Mindfulness encourages gratitude for the present moment. So combining this with the photography in nature and the waiting for that moment that you want to capture makes you more aware of the beauty and wonder surrounding you. And this heightened awareness can lead to increased feelings of gratitude, which have been linked to greater life satisfaction and well-being. Regularly engaging in nature photography with mindfulness can also contribute to stress resilience and this provides a healthy coping mechanism for dealing with life's challenges. So if you're immersing yourself in nature's calming and rejuvenative qualities, you can really build emotional resilience and better handle stresses in your everyday life. And we're not just talking about, you know, while you're taking photos, talking about in work and in your personal life as well. Integrating nature photography and mindfulness creates a holistic, enriching experience that can reduce stress, enhance creativity, foster a deeper connection with the environment and promote overall psychological well-being. And it's a practice that invites you to be fully present in the natural world and you can really find peace and fulfilment in that process. Let's look now at some tips for mindful nature photography, just some tips from how I do it and how other people that I've spoken to uh, do it as well. First of all, be prepared and patient. Nature often reveals its beauty when you least expect it and always be ready with your camera, but also be patient. So waiting for the right moment can sometimes lead to the most rewarding shots. But also you might find that you get the most rewarding shot when you're waiting for something And something else happens that you're not expecting. So always be open minded to that. And I would say really take photos of what you find beautiful that's happening right in front of you at that time. Stay present. Mindfulness in photography means being fully present in the moment. So focus on what you see, what you hear, what you feel in your surroundings. Let go of distractions and worries. Immerse yourself in what's happening around you on that day, on that nature walk that you're taking. 
Simplify your composition. So what this means is you need to seek simplicity in the photo that you're taking. Embrace less is more philosophy. Identify the key elements that tell a story or convey the scene's essence and try to exclude any distractions from your scene. You can use a tripod if you want to. I personally don't. I go out walking with my dogs and I find having a tripod with me slows me down and I can't quite concentrate on everything that's going on if I have a tripod. But you can, if you want to, use a tripod. It can help maintain stability, especially when you're shooting in low light conditions. So if you're shooting the night sky, for example, or dusk or dawn, it can really help because you can put that exposure on for a little bit longer. It also encourages you to slow down and think more deliberately about your composition so you've got that time and that space to do it. Mindful breathing is a really important one for mindful nature photography so if you incorporate mindful breathing into your photography routine you can take deep breaths exhale slowly as you compose your shot this helps reduce tension and it promotes a calm state of mind and it can often help you to really see your composition a lot clearer. Practice the rule of thirds is another tip. You can divide your frame into thirds, both horizontally and vertically, and that creates a sort of grid. Place your key elements along these lines or at their intersections, and that can create visually appealing compositions. And if you want to come over to my Substack, I'll be sharing a couple of examples of what I mean by that. Explore different perspectives as well. Don't be afraid to crouch down, lie on the ground, climb up to get a unique perspective get yourself dirty get into the mud just wear the right clothes and it will be fine and changing your vantage point can really lead to more interesting and dynamic photos and if you're taking photos of something that lots of people have taken a photo of for example if you're going to um, a landmark or something try and change your vantage point a little bit so you're not taking the same photo that everybody else has taken try and take something that you find interesting and a little bit different and a little bit creative in that in that space when we're doing mindful nature photography it's really important to strike a balance between technology and the natural experience that we're going through so Limiting distractions is so important. While tech is a powerful tool, it can also be so distracting. Avoid the temptation to review your shots on the camera screen all the time. So try not to take yourself away from where you are, the surroundings you're in and look through and scroll through your pictures. Instead, just trust your skills, trust your intuition, trust that the photo you've taken is something that you've taken because you found it beautiful in that moment. And that's all you need to do with mindful photography. It doesn't need to be the quote unquote perfect capture. Respect the environment. This is super important. Be mindful of the impact of technology on the environment. Don't disrupt wildlife. Don't damage natural habitats to try and get a really nice photo. Respect wildlife. Keep a safe distance. Try and keep the noise down. A really obvious example of this, of this is if you're taking photos, say, in a bluebell wood. Don't tread on all the flowers to try and get to a place that you think might look better for your photo. Just don't do it. Respect the nature. Take a photo from a path or from a respectful distance and try not to ruin everything around you or damage anything around you. And also use technology wisely. Technology can enhance your photography experience. You can use apps for weather forecasts and golden hour predictions to plan your shoots. 
Editing software can help bring out the best in your photos while also keeping them looking natural. I use Lightroom. I absolutely love it. I don't use Photoshop because I don't know how um, I could learn, but I just like Lightroom. Um, and also the editing process can be a really mindful practice as well. And I'll be doing that in another episode. So I'll go for a really quick tutorial on really basic settings and techniques that I use when I capture my natural landscapes when I'm out on a mindful nature photography shoot. So I have a Canon camera. It's a really basic starter camera. I used to use my smartphone, which is totally fine. Um, but if you do have a camera and you're kind of like, whoa, where do I start with these settings? Um, what I do is I use aperture priority mode and I start with the aperture priority. So it's A or AV on the little dial on your camera. This allows me to control my depth of field a lot better. So a small aperture, which is a higher F number, gives me a wider depth of field, which is really good for landscape and then in the opposite direction so a larger aperture and a smaller f number it gives you a beautiful close-up macro shot of flowers um it just basically means that the background is nice and blurry and it's really concentrating on the detail of your flower for example keep your iso as low as possible so iso 100 or 200 and this just maintains image quality and it just reduces noise um you can use a tripod when shooting in low light and that avoids you having to raise the iso too much you can use a slower shutter speed for landscapes that captures more light and it creates a sense of motion in flowing water or clouds so um you've probably seen photos of a stream and it looks like the stream is moving that's just because they've used a slower shutter speed um, for handheld shots, that's what I do on the whole aim for a shutter speed faster than the focal length of your lens. So try not to get too technical with this, but you could go one over 125 seconds for a 50 millimeter lens. Um, that would mean that you avoid the camera shake when you're clicking the button. For focusing, use manual focus or single point autofocus, and that just makes sure you get precise focusing on key elements in your composition. I use autofocus nine times out of ten. Um, the only time I use manual focus is when my autofocus just won't focus on the thing I want to take a photo of. I like using autofocus because it keeps me out of my camera and in the scene um, instead of too much in my in the technical aspects of photography. Um, and if you've been listening to me or following me, you'll know that I don't like to really do that. I like to be in the moment, in in nature, in my scene, um, instead of thinking about where am I focusing and things like that. So try and use autofocus if you can. That really helps me. You can also consider using filters. You can use a polarizing filter, which reduces reflections and really boosts colors or a graduated neutral density filter and that just balances exposure in high contrast scenes. Personally, I use a polarizing filter mainly because I take lots of photos in woodlands and of trees and plants and it just really helps to um, enhance the colors of leaves and flowers. And also, I touched on this earlier about golden hour. I love taking photos in golden hour. The hours around sunrise and sunset, they offer the most beautiful natural light and you can plan your shoots for warm, soft and directional lighting during the, the golden hour times. I prefer them. I just think everything just looks so gorgeous then. That's my personal preference. That's where I like to take photos, but find what works for you. But if you do want to want to try out some lovely nature photography, try heading out in golden hour. 
Remember, practice is really important to improving your mindful nature photography skills. So just experiment with these techniques, learn from your experience and allow your mindfulness to guide you in capturing the essence of the natural world. So these are just tips. They're not hard and fast rules. Really experiment, really play around when you're out on your mindful walk and see what works for you and see what makes you feel comfortable and most relaxed. The last thing I want to look at is environmental consciousness through mindful nature photography. And I think this is so important and something that isn't really talked about too much. Photography has proven to be a powerful tool for environmental awareness and conservation in quite a few ways now. Um, photos have the ability to tell compelling stories that really resonate with viewers on an emotional level. Images of pristine landscapes, endangered species, um, the impacts of env environmental degradation, they can really evoke empathy and concern. And these narratives really inspire people to take action to protect the environment. So if you do have the opportunity to take photos like these, then do share them. They really, really help in, in environmental awareness of what's happening around you. Photographers who capture images of environmental issues bring these concerns to a broader audience. They really shine a spotlight on problems like deforestation, habitat loss, pollution and climate change. And the images serve as a real visual evidence of the challenges that our planet is facing at the moment. Environmental photography serves as an educational tool too. It can explain complex issues in a visual and accessible way. They can convey scientific concepts, illustrate effects of human activities on the environment, highlight con conservation success stories as well. So, you know, it's not just looking at the bad, it's also looking at the good. Environmental and nature photographers often partner with conservation organizations and advocacy groups and they promote their causes. And these organizations use really powerful images to support their campaigns, lobby for policy change, mobilize public support for conservation efforts. So check out these, see if you can have a look for inspiration on some of these organizations, um, social media feeds or websites. And look at the photos and look at the power that they can have on you and you never know a photo that you take could be a really really powerful impact for change and mindful nature photography can really celebrate the diversity of life on our planet this little planet called earth images of rare and endangered species and the beauty of ecosystems remind us of that intrinsic value of biodiversity and the importance of preserving it and it it comes full circle really into that biodiversity is everywhere it's in your garden it's in the path it's in the pavement it's everywhere and you can capture that you don't have to go to a rainforest to capture um, and celebrate biodiversity with your photos just go outside and see what you can notice see what you can notice in the cracks in the pavement see what you can notice in a wall see what you can notice in the city street nature photography doesn't have to be in a forest or um, on the beach or anywhere like that. It, nature photography is everywhere. It is all around us. So go out, try and take a photo of something in nature that you find beautiful, that you find interesting and really celebrate that and celebrate the, the beauty of our planet and the biodiversity that we have all around us. As we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to invite you to head out in nature with your camera this week, in the garden, up the street, 
in your local park, in the woods, on the beach, and sit mindfully and observe the nature around you. Observe what's happening in the environment and then take a photo or two of what's happening right now and then look back at that photo in a few hours time or in a couple of days time and see if you can reconnect with how that made you feel and how that element in nature resonated with you at the time and see if you can also identify why you took the photo of that thing in nature. What was it that made you sit there and observe and then snap that shot? Thank you so much for tuning into Capturing Calm. I'm Ellie McDonald and I really look forward to sharing this journey of mindfulness and photography with you over the coming weeks and months. You can connect with me on Instagram at capturing.com and you can also find me on Substack capturingcalm.substack.com. If you head over to my Substack, we can share photos with each other. We can chat. You can share what you think of the episodes. And also you can let me know if you want to be on a future episode of Capturing Calm. If you have a story to tell about your mindful photography practice or about your nature photography practice, I would love to hear from you and we can have a chat on one of our future episodes. Until next time, keep capturing moments and let each photograph be a mindful discovery.